0: Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Kishan. And this is T for Two.
1: This is our BFF podcast where we talk about anything from science to popular culture, the
0: arts, and life in Singapore. Hi, everyone. It's me, Joel, a playwright and performer. And it's me, Kishan, a science educator. And It is our best friend podcast Mm. Where we talk about whatever the financial literacy we want Financial literacy is very important It's very important Don't you think that they should teach financial literacy in secondary school? They do Wait, they do? <laughs> yeah. But, but like, like a little bit, like a little bit of
1: financial I think it was a thing in primary school. They, when we were in primary school? Yeah, no, not when we were in primary ah, school. Like 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 kids now in primary school, they like they, they educate parents about how they should teach their kids about financial literacy, how they should spend their money in ah. the see how they should save. Yeah, there's some
0: like little courses that they have for parents and then parents go back and then
1: pass on the knowledge. That is so to good to students. know because yeah. like you know,
0: I am only now at the age of thirty four realizing that I'm financially <laughs> illiterate and also Financially ruined, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. So to our dear <laughs> listeners, huh, especially the freelancers amongst you, please go and read out on financial literacy. The mm. Yeah. What's new with you this week, Kishan? Oh, nothing much. It's the September holiday. Oh yeah! Yay! Happy so Teachers I, Day, by the way. Oh, thank happy you. Teachers Day later. Happy, as it teacher it is happy, to happy all Teachers Day teachers to all listening. teachers. Yay. Yeah. So it's
1: been. Uh, I'm just looking forward to the week of just rest and relax. Will it really be a week of rest and relax, though? I mean. It will be a few days Rest and relax And ah, I have to see, do work You're already scaling back I have to you're... set exam paper All leh uh, uh, yeah.
0: No rest for the
1: weekend. Really, really no really. leh mm. How have you been Joel?
0: Uh, okay long ah, Okay only mm. Yeah I'm trying this new thing Where I wear contact lenses now Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes very big le. Oh thanks heh <laughs> Yeah, because you know, like I'm trying to like show my peoples to the world. Right, right. How's it yeah. been working out? People scared, not? quiet, <laughs> quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I think my eyes can be quite confident. People see the oh, yeah! very know, big, like, hey, big, do not make fun of me. Okay, <laughs> once in the NUS canteen, right? Oh, no. I went to order the Yong Tau Fu, right? Correct. And then the China lady who was serving it looked at me and said, "Wow, your yan sing her Translation: Wow. <laughs> Your eyes are so enchanting. Enchanting? Enchanting, okay. Why do you call your eyes enchanting? Correct. Like. Last time anyone called one of your body parts enchanting. Yesterday. What? <laughs> Wait, no, that's not fair. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> okay, dear listeners. We thought today we'd do an entire episode Ooh. on Singaporeans' favorite pastime. Oh my God. Mm. So, now what do you think that pastime might be? Is it go KTV sing song? Can uh, maybe, COVID? Uh, can I COVID? Mm. Uh. And then becomes xenophobic. Uh. Or maybe it's uh, queuing for bubble tea. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's like <gasps> lockdown brought up. You know the words in us right? uh, yeah. It really did Oh
1: you know Maybe just uh, latching on To this new freedom That we have Go. So now go East Coast Park Go Botanic Garden ah, Picnic crap. everywhere No nature walk Nature walk, uh, nature nature walk. walk. Mm. Mm. No
0: in fact I think everybody knows What we're talking about Indeed Yeah Singaporean's Number one pastime is Complaining,
1: Complaining. Mm, mm, mm. We are truly a
0: complain culture Really truly it's, we like kind have of almost em- it. it's kind of almost embarrassing to admit, right It is a little bit to think about it <laughs> I mean, like, Actually as far as I remember when I was young right I think we grew up with the like there's two things You know about Singapore One is a lot of fines And two Singaporeans Like to complain
1: Yeah Probably right. about
0: the fines like. Yeah, <laughs> Probably about the fines Or actually no like, The other pastime That's like uh, We are very well known for Is queuing oh, That's true uh, But I think complain Higher than queuing Very much yeah, Because and then, we can literally Complain about mm, anything
1: You give us anything We can complain about it it's, yeah, quite, correct. it's quite incredible How we've learn to develop this skill as an, to a, like
0: an art form no it's a martial art indeed <laughs> yeah. indeed, it's it truly really a martial art if you think about it <laughs> it's like different kind of there different forms of complaining right yeah. then you've got the hello police which is a kind of complaint <laughs> uh, then you've got the straight times forum letters also oh. a complaint yeah. and nowadays you get the more savvy kind which is to tag people directly on Instagram to complain oh that's um, also the mo- like the most vicious kind correct correct because it's like attacking people I mean but- it's like do you okay, I actually think complaining is part of our national ethos it's just Ooh. like you know what I mean it's like the it's like EU When you picture Okay there's a dictionary Definition of A Singaporean right Mm. Like what is the photo That accompany it Is this like Like auntie With a screwed up face Oh my god That's exactly the image I had Auntie (laughs) with a screwed up face Right like she smells Something very bad Correct Uh, Yeah And And then the sound is Yeah yeah. (laughs) And she's just Waiting to pounce On a complaint Better than It is Excuse me, can excuse me, You know what you're doing is wrong, Excuse me, like, me ah! Uh. Like, it's cannot, It's like, Yeah, it's you like know. you start polite, but you you enter you religious really attack. Ha, mushroom, a martial art. <laughs> So we thought we looked for some ev- evidences about our claims. And it wasn't very difficult. <laughs> it really wasn't I think very you, difficult. You type you type in like Singapore complaint, you can find already. Yeah, you find so many. Yeah, eh. Christian found some very
1: fun ones that oh he's gonna read my out. Goodness. Right. Yeah. So I found uh this particular complaint. I'm just gonna read it. Okay. It's by a uh, Mr Samuel Koh. May you forever be shamed. <laughs> this is on Instagram, right? It's on Instagram. Yeah. So Mr. Samuel Cole went to NTUC and he took a photo of the dairy section where there was basically no more Yakult lah. <laughs> you know, and he was, you know, quite upset. Mm. Quite upset. And He was moved enough. He was moved <laughs> enough, yeah, to actually go onto to Instagram and write this post. I want to make a complaint. This morning around 10.15am, I went to NTUC Finest Marine Parade to get some Yakult for my kids. And guess what? Not a single Yakult pack available. Asked the staff and they just told me, sold out law. Extremely disappointed that an NTUC final store can run out of Yakult I'd rather buy from other sources from now on. Give me an explanation. Excuse
0: me, ah. Uh. Wow. You know I feel complained that the- <laughs> I was like, This was tagged directly at yeah. NTC, right? NTC. Yeah.
1: I mean, NTC had what uh, was. was uh, I don't think they had a choice, or they were quite gracious about it. Hey, they, they, reply, uh? they replied, yeah? They replied. What did they reply? They actually said, Dear Samuel. <laughs> Mr. Kola They said Dear Samuel We have checked With the store And understand that Due to overwhelming demand Over the weekend The Yakut product Was out of stock As of 11am that day New stocks
0: Have been replenished At our store Thank you They were very professional Very above board it's yeah. First of all Like the What is the psychology Of someone Who re- like Has to complain about There not being Yakut I know right It's like first of all Like go out the supermarket ah. Isn't it a very easy solve ah, right? go, Even go to Mama's shop You can find You can right?
1: find ah. it. So I don't understand So it sounds like he's just had a bad day
0: and this was like the
1: tipping point
0: of yeah, it yeah. there's some other details in the post that like caught my attention yeah one that is f- entity finest yeah so mm-hmm. it's not your ordinary NTC, uh. it's NTUC Finance. Yeah. Apparently NTUC Finance has the responsibility ah, to correct. forever Correct, keep correct, 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 It's like, shelf. excuse me, your stock must be com- consistent, hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Like you minus one bottle of anything replenish within two minutes, huh? yeah. Yeah. No, not only is it NTUC Finance, it's NTUC Finance Marine Array. Uh, so you get a sense of the demographic already, oh, right? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this slightly kind of like entitled people. Super bougie probably, lah. Yeah. Yeah. And it's then, very gross. I guess like another question that like comes to my mind. It's like, who are the people who swept the Yakut off the shelves? That's, that's what I, I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, What was this
1: um thing that happened over the weekend that this Yakut need emergency? <laughs> people
0: must go. Maybe there was a... Ah, people, like a food poisoning. poisoning. Yeah, someone uh, needed to, need to replenish the, the, the lactobacillus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Oh. Actually, you know, yakko is like. Did you grow up with this thing where like people told you you cannot drink more than one yakko a day? Yeah. Uh, because apparently you get a stomach ache or whatever. Is it true? Uh? I don't know. Can I, you I, can you tell us once and for all on the T 42 podcast whether or not you can drink more than one yakko well, a day? Well this is very pressure, So I don't know the. Okay. Science. What, what do you think? What do you infer from this superstition?
1: I mean, this also that you have a lot of you you basically flood your system with a lot of positive bacteria, good bacteria that you require. But I I, I guess if there's an influx of it, it can cause some digestive problems in some people. But I want to speak from experience I you know growing up did you have the Yakut lady come to your house yes yeah so I had the Yakut lady come to my house like at, twice a week or something like that and my sister and I loved it there was once I finished all five oh, packets oh no that
0: can't be good for you Yeah. nothing
1: happened oh nothing happened oh.
0: so maybe different
1: people different I mean I don't know mm. but personal experience nothing really I mean happened, like you're la. not going to die la. no la was yeah. maybe you just diarrhea real la mm. <laughs> Or I guess if you're
0: diabetic, maybe don't lah. Ah
1: god ah, got sugar. Okay.
0: Okay. But now I've have... got reduced sugar version. Oh right. Oh mm-hmm. that's good to know for <laughs> our pre-diabetes society. Everybody. Yeah, but anyway, back to the complaining, right? Yeah. yeah, there's something about the psychology of this that speaks to like this profound sense of entitlement, doesn't it? It's yes. like like how how dare you not have the product that I seek? Yeah. You know? It reeks of this,
1: yeah, as you say, like this strange privilege. And it's it's really disgusting, lah. La, but, yeah. but but <laughs> <laughs> but it's also really funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have another one for us? I, <laughs> I do. I do have another one. So this one. <laughs> actually, it happened. Uh, this one uh, happened at the beginning of this year. It's about an angry mother who waited outside of uh, an SAF camp for almost two hours for oh. her son to book out mm. because she was fetching him. La. I mean, so much already. Yeah, so yeah. much already. You know? So lucky uh, this boy mother can't fetch. Mm. <laughs> eh, <Hey>, don't lah. <laughs> maybe and he live that far away from camp. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Anyway, this Facebook post uh, reads, Hey, I really cannot understand what is going on with SAF. Their timing is plus GMT 58, is it? We are waiting (laughs) to pick our son up from his milestone parade, which is technically the last day he is active SA and SF, because his next book in is to collect his IC. We have been here since 10pm with other parents, and it's 11.38pm now, leh. It's damn ridiculous to hold our sons Whom you have training for the last two years Back at this unearthly hour to check whether They made their beds or swept the floor This rush to wait and wait to rush nonsense Needs to stop soldiers Wake up your fishing idea la. Wah wow, Janice <laughs> Excuse me, ah. Janice Again, we have the sense of
0: privilege. Like, what do you think accounts for like Singaporeans' love of complaining, or at least that like we do tend to be quite a complaining a lot?
1: Yeah. So I ha- I have I have theories yes. on this. So I think because the, the 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 definitions of success in Singapore are so extreme and so specific that it, they're very difficult to reach. If you don't fit a particular mold, you're not successful. And as a result, many people can't fit the mold right for whatever reason, and people quickly become dissatisfied. So, there's a lot of Singaporeans who are just dissatisfied because they don't meet certain definitions of success. Right. And with dissatisfaction comes a need to complain. Because how come other people can reach, I cannot reach. So we are very triggered to just complain about anything because there's just low-lying dissatisfaction among Singaporeans. So you think that like our love for complaining springs from dissatisfaction and that is born from this very limited idea of what
0: success is. Right. Yeah. I don't wonder that it has something to do with the fact that like we live in a society that promises constant and utter like efficiency, mm. satisfaction, mm. and like uh, you know, high quality everything, right? Right. That when you are like even mildly inconvenienced by something that you assume should just be like a given a, a given right mm. it becomes like wild, like an outrage beyond compare you Goodness. know what I mean this just sounds like we are pampered fucks we yeah, yeah. I feel oh no I think like it goes back to this idea that like life in Singapore is so tightly controlled and orderly right that right. like even small infractions take on the quality of like Homeric epic you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> like don't you think like the, the psychology of someone who is moved to tag a supermarket About the non-sale The, the, the non-availability Of Yakut that morning Yeah, so nonsense And the psychology Of this mother Who takes on The entire armed forces <laughs> And like Finds it in her heart To also criticise Like army workflow Because mm. she's waiting For her son to book out Right mm. Like it comes from This sense of like how, It really comes from this How can this be allowed Yeah uh, Like uh, State of mind right Which mm. comes from like uh, Being promised the world Yeah Yeah Which is also why I think Like so many Singaporeans have started taking to directly tagging people on social media and their complaints mm. so you know it's like they will when something happens they will like at minister so and so what do you think about this it's like girls we do not actually via social media have a direct line to our like our to our great leaders yeah you know, there's such a naive like belief that we there is a direct channel between like our leaders and us and that We can complain directly to them You know what I mean But but, But we've been been brought up to believe That we can just like Complain directly At our leadership Because that is the kind of Coddling Um the coddling state that they have manufactured, right? But I
1: think one of the yeah, yeah yeah, one of the reasons that we think that we can do this is also because there's no
0: real outlet for any sort of expression expression.gov.sg. Got got what? <laughs> for five foreign listeners, rich.gov.sg is like uh what is It's like a kind of government uh feedback it, yeah, channel. It's a, yeah, it's a government-run feedback yeah.
1: channel. If you have anything you want right. to feedback or complain right. about, this is where you you let your outlet go to. Like you know, ah, this is where correct. you where, where, where you complain to, and then the the feedback gets channeled to the proper ministries and then correct, they, correct. they hopefully get back to you in like, I don't know how many months or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I, I still feel like in spite of having this, in, in spite of reach, we don't have real ways to express our thoughts, right? The way we express our thoughts, like one of the ways that we can do is like through the speaker's corner, but even that, that's heavily policed. Yeah. So the best way we can do it is to maybe hide... Some of the seriousness in the way in, in, in all the things that we're thinking about right. through, through the banality right, of like complaining. Right, like to claim
0: small victories through yes. the banal means of complaining. Yeah, yeah. Actually, this is very interesting because right, like I think maybe you're right, and that we do feel this profound kind of like um, gonna fuck by the gonna fuck by the powers that be feeling right, right quite universally, and like we we take pot shots at what. Whatever kind of like um, verticality we can find, you yes, know, it's like exactly. even like one person above us or like an organization or a business, right? If we can tarot them, we will them. We will just do it, la. Yeah, because like it's like we we don't ha- we are not able to directly address the heart of our dissatisfaction yeah. since we can't go yeah. to maybe the state or to laws yeah.
1: or the ministries Singtel or whatever. Thing will have
0: to do. <laughs> yeah, <correct. laughs> My neighbor upstairs yep. will have, have to, to pay. do. Yeah, yeah, correct. So that's exactly like it. Sharon who works at reception. <laughs> has to do if I can't get the minister Sharon which is frightening if you think about it right? because if we
1: take this to this logical conclusion what it creates is this society that already is very lacking in empathy it just Worsens the situation because ah, now all we want is correct.
0: revenge. Correct. I guess there's a sort of complaining where you just want to scream into the void, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but then like, what thing, you're la. secretly hoping is that people see your complaint and then like boycott the business or whatever, yeah. or you or you make someone's life difficult that day you by You get perverse pleasure from it. Ah, right? because you know you complain, someone has to deal with it, right? Correct. So like, there's some kind of violence that's brought right into the exactly. world. Exactly. Yeah. But then there's also the kind of complaining where you're expecting some kind of like return in your favor, mm-hmm, run, right? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. the kind of complaint where it's like, oh, now I want like a uh, five like ten dollars. Yeah. Thank you very much Correct, correct I remember like I would never forget Like once being on this flight An Emirates flight Or an SQ flight Or whatever That was was, like Quite severely delayed Right And then like Everybody was just kind of like Yeah I guess this kind of shit Happens on the flight But then this one man A Chinese Singaporean man Took it upon himself In an an almost messianic way Right (laughs) To like just like Speak up for the whole group And scream (gasps) At like uh, The ground staff Oh my god He was like this is so unacceptable! Don't you know? Aren't, aren't you all like a top tier airline? Weather? we don't even have any. You're not even sending us to a lounge. You're not giving any vouchers. Where is the service recovery? Yeah. And I was just like, "Wow, girl, chill." Mm. Everybody, everybody else is just like taking yeah. it. What do you think this poor woman is able to do for exactly, you right now? Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's it, an example that's of the car. that's a
1: really good example of, of right. like of just. Punching one, not punching one level down. Just, uh, you know, just
0: to, just to exact, yeah, exerting pow- power, whatever little right. power you have,
1: right? Goodness. It's so awful. It's I, I don't. It, it, feels very Singaporean though to want something to be that second type of complainer to uh, to ask for some sort of where is the service recovery in this? I want a ten dollar voucher. It
0: feels very Singaporean. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's like only Singaporean. I feel like it's actually quite human. Really? Yeah, but I feel like Singaporeans do it with a specific kind of like smelliness. <laughs> God smell one Right It, it, reeks, yeah, yeah. Uh, it really reeks. I don't know what it is I think maybe it's the Combination of feeling Fucked over by everything And mm. then like Exerting whatever power You want And then trying to Extract something From the system Yeah Right That maybe it's The specifically Kind of Singaporean alchemy It's yeah.
1: actually very sad It's, it's this borderline <laughs> Lack of success That I was talking about But also this helplessness <laughs> That we yeah. all feel yeah.
0: Right And so we just uh... Try and Extract something From the next person Right and Oh my god That's really depressing also, the kind of complaining, right, that is very moralistic or very self righteous in its in manner, ah. right? And you as a teacher are no doubt very familiar with right, this, right? Like parents right? complain. Yeah, actually, that. not just you as a teacher. I think civil servants in general right, are very. Right. Aff- I think honestly, I feel like our country, right, is run on complaints. Mm. You know, it's like it's like we make light of it, right? Mm. But it's actually, I think complaints have a lot of power in this country. You think country. it's there's a generative force? To it's it? No, it's not generative. It's destructive. Mm. Yeah, it's like um. I mean, like you, you. I'm sure you could speak to that as a teacher, right? It's like don't. I. I mean, I have so many teacher friends who live basically in fear of mm. parents complaining because mm. it will. Once someone complains, right, and as a public servant, you are obliged to kind of respond and deal with it, right? Right. You no. Know, yeah. Definitely.
1: Um. I do have teachers who are afraid of parents complain, but. Personally, I'm not, you know. If, if, if I've had parents complain all the time as well, but I think the idea is that whether their complaints are baseless or whether they just want to shout into the void. Ah. Usually when parents complain, they just want to shout into the void because right. they're very stressed out about other things. Yeah, they're
0: being fucked over by their boss.
1: Yeah, la. they're going, yeah. something else is happening yeah. and they've lost, uh, lost it a little bit and unfortunately, they're just losing it that at morning the That morning, their
0: coffee very sour. Yeah, and also can I just say that
1: as public servants, what we can do if parents shout at us at the phone, right? We can literally say, uh, excuse me, Madam or Sir, um, uh I would like to ask you to calm down. If not, I will have to hang up the phone and we'll continue this conversation another time.
0: Oh my god! I've done that before. I've done that really? before when I
1: was working in, in HQ and whatever. So people were people were upset and whatever. So I just isn't there some kind of? I'm law- sorry, yeah, and then we we'll just hang isn't
0: up. isn't there some kind of law that um, criminalizes uh, verbally abusing a public servant? I don't know if it's in law. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's in law. Well, it should be. <laughs> well, no, actually, I don't know if I believe that. Because like, what if I want to scream in a public servant? Eh, don't leh. No, but, okay, I'm also thinking about how, like... So, just now we referred to reach.gov.sg, right? And I, like, think back to how, like, um you can abuse the complaints process. Like, I you you know, you see it here where a lot of, like, very... um Let's say conservative people of a certain sort of political persuasion Eh? tend to like use these channels these government channels Mm. to um, try and cancel you know arts events or things that they find morally objectionable and because like they usually write in in a very systematic and organised way in huge in large volume right it it has to be registered as something of note Yeah. right but then like people have to take action yeah so it has led to in the past cancellations of concerts censorship of artists is, Events, you know, yeah. all sorts of things, right? Where, or, or even like um things like uh, you know, library books, right? You know, like the Tango makes tree. It was it was based Tango makes tree. The whole scandal yeah, about the popular yeah, yeah. book was basically and triggered which led by to a the complaint popping. right? Yeah, led to the popping of so it's it. right? Like, yeah. You know, what I mean, so your idea about like people feeling very powerless, uh, and therefore complaining, right? I don't know if actually complaining is a form of abusing power in some. It could be in, in some respects. As yeah, well. it could be, especially if these people feels that their worldview is the right worldview. Yeah, because they also know that they complain only how action will be taken. Correct.
1: You know what I mean? Especially as you pointed out, they come with a concerted effort. Yeah. So there's like a peak
0: in like the complaints, right? Because complaining is more powerful than defense. You know what I mean? If like 500 people wrote in to complain about something and 500 people wrote in to defend something, right? The Mm. complainant wins. Yeah. Right? In our kind of state of affairs because Mm. like, especially when it comes to like the public service where I feel like public, you know, public service is very... You know, it has to be very accountable to taxpayers, right? Mm. So it's like once someone expresses displeasure, mm. it's like ultimate already. It's it, like KO. It needs.
1: I, I. don't know if I fully agree with that. Once mm. someone's, once someone, yeah, expresses their displeasure, I think it needs to be handled. So it needs to be talked about. or It needs to be addressed. Right. But whether that means that I agree with your displeasure. Right. Uh is is it doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily true right. Like a final example is really that parents complain thing that I uh. said. Like sometimes it doesn't end off with it ends off with actually the parents apologizing uh, right, like, right, oh, right. I'm right. sorry I was in the wrong. Right, right, right. And that's great. You know? And right. yeah, so it, I don't think it necessarily always
0: means that the complaint the, co- the, uh, com- right. the people that complain will win la. Right. But two but two, two thoughts about that, right? One Sometimes like th- I think there is a difference Between Like complaining Yeah And opening up a discussion About something that concerns you Fair that's right? true So I feel like people Who are complaining Are doing it to Kind of like Exact some kind of Like violence or revenge mm. Right There's a power difference. Yeah but if something Actually genuinely concerns you And say okay This kind of concerns me Should we talk about it mm. Like that's a very different Sort of conversation Agreed. Right. And I feel like you know, the first one has more power for sure. Yeah, but it also like can end badly for the complainant.
1: Yes, right. But so that's one can. thought.
0: The second thought is that actually, what I've noticed in like institutions, especially like government ones that I've worked with, right, is that there is a lot of preempting compl- of complaints. So it's like a lot of decisions are made in like in a preemptory way to mm. preempt possible complaints. So it's like even before the complaints happen, the complaint imaginary or otherwise already has power do you know what I mean ah. it's like there are decisions that I make going like I think we better think about the phrasing of this or I think we think about how the optics of this in case someone complains right that complaint may never come right. but like the imaginary complainant has already created this sort of like like a troll right yeah, it's already there yeah it's yeah. like the sense the, the, it's like the complainant lives in people's heads yes, yes. Right? and I feel this applies to all sorts of organisations right? Yeah. especially in this culture now which is so like because we're just, we're just we, I guess the idea is that we just don't want this extra work because uh, of what the Complaint means Is just work Or like, scandal
1: Or potentially scandal yeah, More likely
0: scandal In this age right do you, you think
1: find. I just think it's Additional work I don't think it's Necessarily scandal
0: I feel like there's some Like fear of scandal Involved you know Yeah Okay I, I feel like You know it's, it's, For example Like having to respond To someone who tags you On social media In complaints right mm. Is about managing A kind of public Relations Or public communications Problem that could Potentially escalate Sure Given the way Like internet discourse Happens right Like a complaint Could easily turn into Something quite destructive I see like Especially now In this day and age Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm circling Around the idea That I think that Complaining has a lot of power And I'm kind of Nervous about it All this complaining and talk about complaints actually reminds me of something that happened, I think it was in like the mid-2000s or Mm. early 2000s, right? right? So there was this thing called the Complaints Choir. Okay. The Complaints Choir is some sort of like international project, right? Where people in different cities would form a little choir to write a song about things that they wanted to complain about. In and their cities And then it? they came together As a choir Sang it Videotaped it Put it on the internet I see So like there was meant to be A Singapore version of it Right Where so they gathered Anybody who wanted to join The Complaints Choir mm. To write a song Whatever right mm. So it was And then from my memory Of what, what happened It became quite a big scandal The choir was formed And I think they applied For a license to uh, Like perform and well Because you know Here you have to apply For a license Before you want to perform and anything sure. right? And then I think What happened was They were told That all the Non-Singaporean members Of the Complaints Choir were not allowed to perform or participate in the project. Yeah, it became this weird political thing where it was like foreigners shouldn't participate in local politics. Yeah. And this Complaints Choir thing was seen as a kind of like potential form of um, political um, mm. complaining, I guess. Right. Um, so it was this weird kind of like censorship that was also shot through with like xenophobia. Mm. And then like the Complaints Choir eventually went on. The Singapore Complaints Choir That eventually went on Was made up of all Singaporeans I see And some oh. of our friends were in it yeah. yeah And it was And like they performed In the old parliament house That's right And the song right. itself Was kind of whatever Yeah, yeah. I, I went to You I, to it right? I went to
1: listen to it I listened to it this morning yeah, 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 And yeah. it was very like ugh. Uh, It's
0: like kind of banal So you know what it means It's like at the end right There was this huge Public outcry at Hullabaloo About it for something That was ultimately Just quite yeah, banal Yeah It was very meh Yeah And it was like I think one of my earliest memories Of this kind of like um Very public censorship scandal and the conversation that emerged from that was like why shouldn't people who live in this city yeah. foreigner or not like have a right to complain about living in the city because I think the point we're trying to make was that this is not necessarily like a forum for us to air our grievances about politics but it's very about everyday life and living in the city right it almost yeah. feels
1: like it was, it's just an opportunity for people to kind of like just vent and, ha- and take the piss out of certain things ah like we've right? just done yes. Yeah. Like, but like in choir inquire done, inquire uh, form yeah, which yeah, I think just song.
0: adds to an extra, an extra kind of cringe, layer yeah, to it. Correct, correct. Yeah. yeah, but
1: you're you're right. It's very strange that people think that foreigners, especially in this country, uh, can't participate in society. Yeah. There's this idea that they're always trespassing on, on us.
0: Don't you find that, like, yeah. because like having you know, um, like having been in a, a guest in other cities, right? Yeah. And I like, lived in 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 London for three years. I never felt like I can't participate in a conversation about that city because yeah. I lived there. You know what I mean? And it's like, and you know, and that's what city living is, right? Like mm-hmm. cities are coll- uh, like you know they collect people from all over the world Yeah. And everybody who lives in the city should be able to identify as you know residents of the city dweller, but i feel like yeah. foreigners in this country don't no, necessarily they're feel not that treated they... it the same way Yeah, and like there's a lot of suspicion yeah. right i think yeah. it
1: goes to this whole idea of our social fabric in singapore and, not, um, uh, and us not wanting to disrupt this and when mm, i say us i mean the state like mm. not wanting to disrupt this this fabric and this this this, this
0: proportions i guess yeah. yeah and the stories that we tell are very like Eye- eyebrow raising Right mm. It's like Oh foreigners shouldn't comment On local affairs Like uh, We shouldn't import Like Foreign arguments uh, Or Ideology. foreign ideologies it, it, It's this kind of like Very naive Sense of like Us and them As if like What is Singapore Is so clear cut To begin with Yeah
1: Yeah So I just found Like I just like As if we live in a As if we exist in a vacuum Away from these things Anyway ah, which, we ah. which we don't Which we don't So I
0: don't know It just like Made me really It's like uh, I guess like this is one thing I do want to complain about, <laughs> right? It's <laughs> like, that, in all seriousness. I, yeah, in all seriousness, I do. I'm concerned by like how myopic Singapore as a society has become. Mm. I feel so. This happened in the early two thousands, and it was the beginning right. of a kind of like story about um us and them that's been kind of perpetuated, gaining, since perpetuated then and now. gaining momentum over the mm. years. I feel we've reached a point now where I do feel that we've become this very. Kind of closed off Xenophobic society mm. And like You know We hate ourselves We hate other people We yeah. hate everyone it's, it's It's kind of a Scary place to be right now Yeah, yeah. do you find that There's a very defensive attitude When foreigners complain About Singapore right You're yeah. just like You can't say that It's our country Only we can say yeah, that go do you ever, Yeah go, go back Yeah go back Yeah. Do you feel Yeah like, We get defensive very quickly Yeah whereas like where, You know If you say shitty things About the UK uh, They're all very likely To go just like Oh yeah, yeah we agree you Yeah are right. we are shit. Yeah you are <laughs> Wow on the money there, yeah. it's like you know, a foreigner saying that about any anything negative about Singapore, like it, it will raise our heckles, right? Yeah, I, I admit I even give in to that feeling sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think maybe because there's a dynamic here about like, especially if they're white or from the West, where we have this kind of like fucked up hung, you know, hang hang up about like our relationship to West in general. Sure. Yeah. Because but it's it usually, not
1: a sense of dis- It's not a sense of pride, right, with the country. It's really just displaced, <laughs> yeah. displaced feelings, right?
0: Or I don't know. It's kind of like. Um, maybe yeah, I don't know what it is. I feel like we are very defensive about criticism from the West in yeah. general. Yeah. So Singaporeans
1: being complainers, right? Or this complaint culture that we have, right? It's not something that's very new. In fact, it's been around since the freaking nineteen seventies. How you so, know? So yeah, how I know indeed. So in uh, nineteen seventy seven speech in Parliament, Lee Kuan Yew actually brought this up and he said this on, about Singaporeans oh, huh? so
0: our five foreign listeners uh, Lee Kuan Yew is um, the the late great former king of Singapore <laughs> truly late great former king of Singapore sorry, long live the king long live the king <laughs> the king is dead long live the king <laughs> okay
1: and he said on Singaporeans you know the Singaporean he is a hardworking industrious rugged individual or we would not have made the grade but let us also recognise that he is a champion Grumbler. Wow. He said he said this in nineteen seventy-seven. That like, is fascinating. Of Singaporeans, he said that we are champion grumblers. Right. So like you
0: want to think that like our kind of grumbling complaining culture is a kind of fact of the coddling PAP like um run society that emerged like I guess from the sixties onwards. Yeah right. Seventy so cents still fairly early in that. It is. It right? is early,
1: but people were being made to move out of kampongs into HDB flats. Oh, I so see. So all of this Were happening, already. and there was a great change happening in the country in the seventies. Right. And people were forced to do a lot of things. Right.
0: Yeah. For the greater good. But can I just say that to call like protesting against being forcefully relocated, grumbling is a little rich, <laughs> lah. <Yeah>. Like <laughs> little Harry yeah. saying like, I am now going to destroy everything you knew and yeah. make you live a brand new life yeah. that will be reco- unrecognisable to you and your family. Yeah, so I think don't, a bit of yeah. grumbling is okay Like I don't know if you I would call that grumbling. Yeah. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so what does Liko, you think grumbling is? Like taking to the streets in protest is grumbling, is it? I, think, I don't think that's
1: grumbling <laughs> I also uh. don't think yeah. it's grumbling lah. It, 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 so I think this cements the idea for me that we have a specific way that we need to live our lives to be successful or that we're told to live our lives. And therefore... We have very little room, line and so we just need to
0: complain sure. since the seventies, sure. you know. Or rather, I think a very natural response to heavy-handed state action and decision making has been described as grumbling from an early ah. from from the seventies. You would call something grumbling if you thought as Lee Kuan Yew and his government did. That everything they were doing, you know, was the right thing to do. Right, And that right. they knew above all, because they were so highly educated and superior and everything, that they knew exactly what the right course of action would be. And that yeah. anything that you say in protest of that is grumbling. Correct. Right? So he would probably have described, like, the feminist outcry over the graduate mother scheme perhaps as a form as of grumbling. grumbling. He would yeah. have described, like, the, the you know, like, labour unions and, like, yeah, which we now grumbling. no longer have. Mm. He would describe, like, labour disputes as grumbling, mm-hmm. so I feel like there's some. So I feel like so it's some this belittling of yeah, all these things so are yeah, like ah yeah quiet. I la. think the language here is suspect. It's very interesting, yeah. huh? Or sus as they say nowadays. <laughs> Rest in peace, Lee Guat Yu. Rest mm-hmm. in peace. Yeah, I know we've just done a we've just talked a big game about how corrosive and you know. Like abusive, complaining, Indeed. is and how like you know horrible it is that this is part of our national truly, culture. Truly, truly terrible. But would we truly be Singaporeans if we ourselves did not partake in this grand national tradition? I oh, know. No. no! Of course We're just going to spend The rest of this podcast Complaining about things That really get our gold Right Are we not, Kishan? Yes, we are Are we you list- ready? We've listed a whole bunch of stuff We have a whole list of things We're going to complain about And hopefully You know You yeah. will agree with us I If hope not, you have your belts on yeah, If not, you can complain At T42 Podcast On Instagram <laughs> yes. Follow us, please Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to complain about Being obstructed,
1: obstructed. Excuse me, eh uh. Wow, this is truly Excuse me uh. This is
0: truly Okay <laughs> of all the things That really get my go About life in Singapore Being oh. constantly obstructed As I'm walking Is the number one Yeah, It's I, really number I one hate I hate it I fucking hate it I hate slow walkers Yeah, yeah. It's Especially not just slow walkers It's like They can be walking At whatever speed But they will find a way To block your entire path one. Yeah No yeah. that's
1: true I, I just want to put it out there first That it's not old people Old people I understand uh, Old people is I can totally Old people understand. get a free pass yeah. But like You
0: know the definition of old Is a bit blur Sure sure But, you sure. Know, like, but yeah. I, I think
1: people understand What we mean It's just like people Who are always on their phones, for ah. example, or they, or, or the path is very small, and then you as a couple, right? Mm.
0: You choose to take up both sides. Ah, that one! Wow,
1: very inconsiderate, and it really fucking annoys me. There are some
0: flash points in this urban nightmare we call Singapore, right? <laughs> that are specifically bad for this kind of thing. The yeah, underpass that links Orchard MRT to Takashimaya. Very true. That one mm. is champion. Yeah, it's really very bad. Champ fucking champion. <laughs> that one. Also, any escalator. Escalators are very bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. So it's like for me, right? It's like I bring, I'm overly considerate to the point where I'm constantly on high alert, right? About who might be behind me, on the side. So I'm just constantly vigilant and I'm always turning to make sure that I'm not obstructing anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So I just find it like galling. Yeah, galling. Galling. How dare they? Nancy, I'm very galled. Me too, Gertrude. Very galled. (laughs) Gertrude. (laughs) I'm very galled By the fact that This is not just Common practice So know? I think you put The pulse on it It's like
1: um, You put the finger On the pulse on this it's, it's this idea that we are I'm also very overly considerate uh. I always make sure That I'm not blocking Anybody's anybody's path If I have to look at my phone I Sometimes I even stop eh, And mm. then I look at my phone Because I just don't want To block people But people don't
0: seem To have equal consideration Or equal Empathy. Yeah. You know what I think is? Yeah. I think it's entitlement. It, it really, really it's is just like it's a like lack, lack of spatial awareness, which is the common explanation for this, right? Yeah. Lack of spatial awareness has to do with entitlement. Because if you're not concerned about who you maybe yeah, around, if you're not you, concerned right? about who you're blocking and what, right? It just speaks to how you are basically just the main character in your own TV show. Absolutely right. right. And I think like as minorities in our own rights, you as an ethnic minority, I as a queer minority, right. right? Right, I feel like we are kind of conditioned to constantly be mm. vigilant. For about the needs of other people, yeah, or we're just used to like having to uh, give away all the ah, time, all the time, yeah. exactly, yeah. Mm. So you know, mm. irritating. irritating, irritating, very irritating. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, yeah. stop obstructing people. <laughs> Indeed, I want to complain about grab drivers. Okay, this one is more you than me. eh? I don't. I don't know. I don't seem to. This does not seem to be a bee in my specific bonnet. I'm seething. You. You are truly (laughs) like your body language is beginning to concern me. I
1: really cannot hunt. So there are many things about Grab drivers that I really cannot hunt. Really? First, is the uncle who thinks he knows the way better than the GPS.
0: Okay. Wow. This
1: one really gets to me. You know. And then can
0: add twenty minutes to your ride. Yeah. Because
1: like some, I take Grab to school every day. You know, from home to school every single day. Um, and back, so I know when it rains, when it shines, I know. Wow, which... your privilege is really showing. <laughs> eh?
0: What? Back, not... back and forth eh? I
1: acknowledge this privilege. I just what? want, I just want to sleep more. Check
0: your privilege.
1: <laughs> I acknowledge it, but the, I, I just know which route to take when it's raining, when it's when the where, when oh, because uh, of like we leave the house late. like Ponding
0: yeah. flash points. No, yeah, like, and yeah. because
1: like because of the crowds that will happen because of everybody sends their right, kids right, to right, school with right, the car, so right, I right, know right. the route. So whenever GrabDrivers say, no lah, no, this one I know better. I know that we can use this exit. Mm. Then I just go like, no, can we, I I don't have time. I'm tired. I just, this is the route. Can you just listen? Or can you just please use the GPS and then just follow what I'm saying or follow what the GPS is saying? So it frustrates me that especially older Chinese uncles, they tend... They tend to feel like they know Singapore like the back of their hand like Which that.
0: Which may be okay. You would think that like some taxi drivers who've been in the business long enough might actually do. Actually, taxi drivers are not so much the problem. It's... It's ta- the newfangled... It's like, the it's the
1: grab drivers, uh, yeah, who, who, may, who maybe this is their second career or they right, do this right. on like the weekends or like you know certain days or whatever they think they have this inordinate yeah, amount of yeah. knowledge yeah. La, it's but very I, annoying but la.
0: this sounds to me like you're speaking to this very annoying sort of Chinese uncle yes, like, know it all it really is that like yeah this kind of like slightly gross mansplaining patriarchal thing going oh, on oh mansplaining yeah, is yeah. correct I cannot tahan this yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. so I ooh. mean side note here also about being accosted by grab drivers Or any kind of driver In unwanted conversation Like I, I reckon that They're probably very lonely And bored And so oh like God. I always try and Hold space for them oh my God. I really do I, I always understand. try and Hold space right But then sometimes They will say very like Hair raising things they la. Do, Like le. racist things la. And then yes. like I'm just going like Okay now I'm gonna have to Do this whole thing Of saying That's not very appropriate Whatever yeah. Or like that Ask me things like Yesterday this one right Ask me uh, Are you Filipino? And it's like <laughs> Okay that was what? Ag- Like yeah You have three guesses I guess Filipino is one of them Thank you Then he was like Oh no you're Eurasian I was like Why are you trying to guess Yeah what's the point What is the point of this exercise I know I know I I also don't like chatty
1: uh, Grab drivers I can't stand Mm. it (sighs) Okay have you got it Out of your system Yes thank you mm -hmm. I want to complain about Dating in Singapore Singapore.
0: Kapow So this
1: one is more You than me so, what's up sis? What's up?
0: I want to complain about dating in Singapore because like my dating life now is very dry. Oh dear. Yeah. And I want to specifically complain about how much I hate fucking Grinder, The dating app Grinder. I don't think you should call it a dating app. It's like <laughs> a fucking fucking app. sex app. It's a fucking app. It's a fucking <laughs> fucking app. What has your
1: experience been on Grindr? Like, I know you've gone on and off it so many yeah, so times. so my my
0: process with grinder, right? is like I will download it, and then like for the whole, an entire week after I download it, I will go into an intense mental health spiral because of like this parade of like gym bodies that oh. really just starts to eat away at like my, just tossles completely, right, just like eats away at any resolve I have, right? Mm. And then like I will usually only meet one person who will be like, come up to me, like sick." Uh. Right and then like I will that conversation will somehow like set me off and I will spiral some more and then I'll just delete the ad. Oh my god. Yeah. And this is like you repeat at nothing. Rinse and repeat ma- every few months. <laughs> oh my the most recent one I was like having this very sexy conversation with this gentleman, right? Ooh. Very sexy conversation, mm-hmm. like involving sitting in various compromising positions. <laughs> right? Which is a thing that I am occasionally into want to do. I see. Yeah. And then like we were like we were lining it up and then he goes, Uh, mine intro height and weight. And I'm just oh, like, oh wow! I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. Um, um, I'm um, delete. I just deleted the app right there. I was like, I couldn't even bought it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So this this is this, this preoccupation with bodies, like Preoccupation with like needing to quantify like your body. Yes. Did this it? one isn't so much a complaint as as a cry for help. I mean, <laughs> we do use this podcast as therapy, right? Yeah. Speaking so, of yeah. dubious uses of our podcast, <laughs> yes, we it has come to our attention. Dear listeners, it has come to our attention. Shockingly. So so I'm going to ring the housekeeping bell. This one must. This one need purging. Housekeeping. (laughs) Housekeeping. It has come to our attention recently, and I'm holding back my spit and vomit (laughs) as I say this, that some of our listening fraternity Mm. have been using this podcast as a backing track for sex.
1: Unbelievable!
0: This godstent, this
1: godstent. Do you
0: find this sexy, arousing?
1: Yeah. What, what
0: about this what? motivates you yeah. to put things in places? What about this gives you a hard on? What about this? <laughs> yeah. What about this do you find even remotely arousing and right? stimulating?
1: I mean, I guess there's something for everyone.
0: Maybe this is. Let's our, not king this shame. Is our niche, la. Let's not king shame. <laughs> yeah. But I'm okay. I'm glad we found a niche. Huh? Yeah, I feel this is a new low for us. <laughs> But more to the point point, to link back to my original complaint I'm offended (laughs) Mortally offended that there are people who use this podcast for sex but I am not having sex Mm. with people They just want you to to be in the background They (laughs) just want me to be in the background They're happy for me to be there in some kind of compromised phantom-like form (laughs) But should I be in the situation? Basically a disembodied voice Yeah (laughs) I hope whoever is having sex to this podcast is listening to this now and your boner is shrinking Yeah Boner killer (laughs) I Let this be Like the ultimate Boner killer I'm done I'm done (laughs) I want to complain about Public public toilets
1: toilets. Excuse me eh? Unacceptable
0: Just truly unacceptable What about it? The state of public toilets In Singapore Mm. Disgusting (laughs) Disgusting (laughs)
1: Actually, when you say public toilets, what exactly do you mean? Ah, okay, like, You're not talking tiers, about the right, ones tiers, in the malls right, yeah, yeah. or the hotels, no, okay. right?
0: Like, We should actually, on another episode, do a definitive ranking... <laughs> Of public toilets in Singapore. You know what, actually very yeah, yeah. very useful. Yeah, it's very useful. Yeah. No, I mean okay, in Singapore where public toilets are quite widely available, that's not a problem. But in some yes. cities, for example, New York how where it's oh. very hard to find public toilets. Oh my god, it's
1: horrible. Yeah. Like yeah. every time like in other countries like New York or London, yeah, yeah. I have to make sure that I empty my bladder first before I go yeah. out. Or the house Or you need
0: to know where the public toilets are.
1: Or just find an mm. alleyway. I've done street peeing so many times in other countries. This it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> but anyway, the state of public
0: toilets in Singapore. Okay, so there's a range, right? I guess the one I'm talking about is like your your hawker centre one, your kopitiam one, sometimes or even your Shopping mall one The public toilets in <gasps> white sands are it, The mall and pastries Are mm. fucking revolting Because color of students Go on diarrhea smell one. Eh. <laughs> Specifically diarrhea smell You know that a slightly Accurate diarrhea smell What is a diarrhea smell I'm so sorry I'm so sorry We are going scatological But you asked for it There's a difference Between solid shit smell And diarrhea smell I Diarrhea love is more you're, accurate You're an expert in this. <laughs> 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 No truly I am I am a I am a scatological Expert Expert huh? <laughs> find the state of public toilets in Singapore very gross?
1: Uh, yeah, so specific ones like uh, like the like the ones at uh, hawker centres. Oh, MRT station. Um, oh, MRT station toilets are a mm. bit scary sometimes, especially if it's a very populated MRT station, like an interchange or whatever. I find
0: that there is a slightly ironic correlation between whether or not you have to pay 20 cents to get to the toilet and how dirty it is? <laughs> like, I find like <laughs> some of the toilets where I've had to pay to go in have been the most unclean. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's very true. strange. I have some really horrific public toilets stories in singapore yeah right? i think you know simpang bedok yeah 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 simpang yeah. bedok yeah. So i once went to simpang bedok and had such a bad stomach ache <laughs> that i needed to go there and then so i was like guys i'm going to the toilet <laughs> so i went to the public toilet went in there first of all all the sit down toilets were fucking disgusting mm. so the only remotely clean cubicle was the squat one which let's just say is complain b but b to this is Squat toilet. Yeah, why understand? do we still ha- okay? That one cultural fine. Whatever. Yeah. Right, okay, let's not go into it. So anyway, <laughs> the toilet, the the only usable cubicle in this entire um toilet was the squat one. Yeah, I go in and I take the biggest like poop of my life because I was like so urgent, right? And then yeah. I realize no toilet paper. Oh my
1: god, how?
0: Except for this one row of toilet paper that damn that was sitting in a pool of water. <gasps> Let me just say, listener, did I use it? Yes. Yes, I did. Ah! I used the fucking swampy toilet paper. Oh! And I went home and I fell sick that night. So it was like, I, there was some kind of disease in it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's disgusting.
0: Yeah. So, you know, but public I, toilets. Yeah. I've also had horrible
1: public toilet experiences where you just go inside and then like, all the bowls, right, Yeah. Are- Shit filled, yeah, and then like it's like five with.
0: days worth of other people's yeah. waste. Correct,
1: yeah, like ch- choked with toilet paper and then cannot flush and then it's overflowing. Kind, oh, oh. it's it's really like it's really vile. It's oh. really vile. I don't know why oh. people
0: cannot shit properly. <laughs> or pee properly For yeah, that matter really So you know true. what I further can't understand People who have sex In public toilets It's just like <gasps> That's true It's like okay wow Even stepping in there With shoes on already right I want to vomit right yeah. And then somehow You tell me you're like Doing all kinds of things With like your flesh expo- I'm like oh sorry yeah, I, can't, it's, I can't. it's unbelievable I, can't.
1: Yeah. I want to complain about Weddings Excuse me ah uh. Oh my goodness, weddings, where do where we, do we begin? begin? Hold my calendar. Good. <laughs> so, the first thing about weddings, right, is like sometimes you just cannot say no. That's the first thing. What do you mean sometimes you
0: never can say no? Uh, Sometimes I just say no, I just make shit up. But, oh, but you heard it here first, <laughs> huh? Uh, those of you who are listening, who you invite Kishin before and he say he cannot go, it's probably all fake, <laughs> Yeah, right? maybe, right? <laughs> but sometimes I just make shit I'm just going to put it out there. Sometimes I just make shit up because... I don't know,
1: I find that you have to fork out so much money for a wedding because they they hold it like these grand places and and there's an expectation of how much you should pay because... Because you need to cover the cost of the food yeah, yeah. or whatever. No, I
0: mean, like, legendarily now, there are these lists going around yeah, of, yeah. like, what you're expected to Online, pay. You can find one. Yeah, for different hotels. It's ridiculous. Something or, can go yeah. up to
1: $258 or something like that. Like. Wow,
0: and the food is never that good, It's right?
1: never that good. Yeah. It's just flash and bang. Yeah. So it's ridiculous. And then, like, all this money comes out. And then you never really enjoy yourself. Because well, it depends on who
0: you're with, Right. Sure very, but, yeah, but generally speaking It's just kind of like yeah. You're just there to sit through the whole thing
1: And now as I'm, uh, as, I'm as I'm talking about it I realise that I have in my head Usually the Chinese banquet weddings These are the ones that actually Are usually very disappointing
0: Yeah, censorship bell <laughs> <laughs> This is a racism <laughs> This is a racism It's just oh. yeah, I agree, very I agree. disappointing <laughs> No, no, no Yeah, yeah
1: so I, I never find it usually uh, That enjoyable no. Or that worth it Or that worth my time So just want to go Yeah la. okay
0: then like further to that right are like the innovations that people in our generation have like tried to come up with to make the whole thing a bit more fun. Like what? Like photo booth outside. Oh, uh, right, right. Or right, like right, wedding right, hashtags. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then it's yeah. just like oh god. Wedding hashtags are a problem. Yeah, wedding hashtags yeah, are it's a like if you're eerie not eerie. ironic yeah. about your wedding hashtag, right? Yeah, why do we? It's it? like, why do we? I feel like this is a per- like an exquisitely millennial thing. Yeah, very it's much. It's really our the generation, man. right? It's like, wow, it's very cringe eh? It's very gross This is what they're gonna be making fun of us for when we are boomer <laughs> when we're boomer age, you know. We're gonna be the hashtag generation. <laughs> yeah, like, correct. Oh my god, we're gonna be the hashtag olds <laughs> We're gonna be the hashtag olds eh? s. <laughs> oh my god. About yeah. no, weddings that we cannot. End. Yeah, I, I, I kinda, so it's like it's reached a point where I'm just like, um, maybe don't invite me actually yeah because yeah. I very likely cannot afford to give you the angpao, then I'll feel bad unless yeah, you really, really want me there but then I'll be very happy to do other things for you yeah there's that but I'm not uh, I just want to say that it's not that I'm not
1: happy for you I am usually happy for the people that are getting married but I just wonder if I can show my happiness in a different way la. I'll buy you like a house gift or whatever I just sometimes just don't want to be there at the wedding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Actually I think huh, if given the choice, most people, right, wouldn't have these elaborate weddings. It's really for the parents, one. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So actually you're going there, right? And you're watching everyone suffer. Yeah. Except for the old people who are just there like ah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there was one wedding I went in Germany. So
1: uh this uh Singa- wow,
0: destination the, wedding yeah no
1: no but a Singaporean girl she, she married a German. So so they went to have like this wedding reception in Germany like just for mm. the for, for the family side. Uh for the German family side. Uh and it was such an experience. It was so intimate. Mm. It was just like maybe thirty people, forty people. Mm. But it was so like haha, ha, he, he very nice. Very yeah, inter- yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know anybody, you know. And you know what the gifts were? Literally, people just brought, brought presents
0: for them. Ah, uh, that was it. There was no like cash, angpa or whatever. You're right. I think there is something about the Chinese the Singapore Chinese style wedding that is especially mm. exhausting to sit through, right? Mm. Because like, like I've been to weddings, non-Chinese weddings here and they've always been a lot of fun. Yeah, agree. Yeah, like our, you know, our good friend Pooja, her wedding, one of the highlights of my oh, life yeah? so far. Such a fun event. Everybody was dancing and singing. Yeah, like, so, so could, fun. Could, it's like, if, if, you know, if you're going to to a wedding and not have that level of fun, right? It's like, then you, you know. It's yeah. Like, it, it, that, that, you're right. There are certain
1: expectations in a Chinese wedding that sometimes I just I, question. I, la. Yeah. It just feels like you are doing it To maybe showcase certain aspects about yourself and your family and what you can afford.
0: Correct. Uh, It's all. It's all like ostentatious consumption, right? Yeah. But that was also a racism, lah. Sorry. I want to complain about quality Quality of of vegetables. vegetables. Excuse me, uh. (laughs) ah. Let me just come in here and (laughs) say. the quality of vegetables in Singapore is very low. Depends on where you go,
1: sis. You know, in your, you in your average supermarket,
0: in your average supermarket, the vegetables are very, very not nice. It's like even you go in whatever time of the day, right? Unless you go in right in the morning when everything is kind of relatively freshly displayed, huh, You right? will see yellowing vegetables. I have seen fully liquefied bok choy <gasps> in the packet before. You- I have seen strawberries with various degrees of mold. Oh my god. I have seen exploded fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, I have seen everything. And like, just the quality of vegetables is generally like, which farm did this come from? And then some of them, like, some vegetables in in the markets, right, legit look dusty. Ah, uh, I dusty. see. Dusty vegetables there. Yeah. I'm just like, excuse me. Actually, the best
1: place to go and buy vegetables, right, is literally the wet market.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. would go to yeah, wet yeah, market correct. to buy. Yeah. yeah. The wet market is probably good, but inconvenient. 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 True, true. Because yeah. far and few between. Ah. Yala, yala. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say though, with, some exception that yeah. the vegetables at Shengxiang, <laughs> and this is a hundred percent. The only reason we work this entire bit is to talk about Shengxiang, right? Because we mm. haven't in a while. Shengxiang supermarket, your vegetables. Quite fresh Second to none Yeah, really mm. Except mm. maybe wet market yeah. The corn, very yellow The corn, very yellow <laughs> Yeah The capsicum, very, very red. red Green and, mm. and yeah. orange Yeah, the brinjal very purple mm. No, but I remember reading Like, okay The only exception to this is like Now, you know, there's this thing Where like the Singapore's trying to encu- The supermarket's trying to Encourage you to buy Locally produced vegetables Yeah Yeah, I think like Once that hits critical mass, right It'll be very good Because some of the vegetables We get from local hydroponic farms Yeah Really quite good Yeah, mm, yeah. Is it very expensive though? Yeah. They are slightly more expensive. I see. But the one we get from China, huh? Ah. Wow, I really cannot. (laughs) Really cannot. Yeah, Yeah, I see. Dusty. Dusty, yeah. Dusty. Goodness, dusty Mm. vegetable. What an image. Mm. (laughs) Now you know.
1: I want to complain about public Public radio. Radio. Excuse me, huh? Girl, what is up with public radio? What do you have to complain about?
0: Wait, what do you mean?
1: Don't you... <laughs> have you listened to public radio recently? Actually, every morning on the way to school, I
0: listen to public radio. Isn't it
1: dreadful? I mean, it's Depend like... depends on the, the station. No, Actually, it's like the music selection painful. on
0: local radio is truly abysmal. I had this ah. epiphany the other day when I was sitting in the car, right? In in a grab, right? And then he was playing, like, don't know, one, don't know what, 0.5, 0.6, whatever, right? <laughs> and then in between National Day songs, which because obviously National Day songs, all I heard were, like... Mariah Carey songs from the 90s and Justin Timberlake sexy Back. Right. I'm just like, excuse me, are we? It's, it, it feels like we're still in this weird 2005, 2006 time loop. No, la, but it depends on which radio station you're listening to. Right? That sounds like
1: a very class 95 sort of thing. Right. So I, I, for me, the, the complaint is not so much about the music because different stations play different sorts of music. For me, it's the DJs. Oh, right. Like sometimes they are. Effusive quality, right? I cannot tahan. Yeah, but it's like they just sound very excited, and they're
0: talking about basically nothing. Yeah, May- also maybe it's just me in the morning, Like, I cannot tahan this in the morning, so High- I get very irritated. Highly aware, also, that we are actually currently engaged in the business of making a lot of noise about basically nothing. <laughs> so, like, I do apologize <laughs> truly, that truly. we are probably just pots calling the kettle black. Very much, yeah. That. But <laughs> I want to wager that, like. This podcast are probably more entertaining than your average Singapore radio talk show. I hope so lah. But to be fair to them, right? It's like with all the fear and censorship in yeah the la, air, What can they say? They're, they're, they're probably contractually la. bound to be as banal and yeah. uninteresting as possible. Yeah. <laughs> they, and the question I have is like, are they contractually bound to have American accents? Oh, that is a good
1: question. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe they are. But, but you know, I have to say, not all not all radio DJs have an American accent. Some of them actually speak with true, yeah yeah flat-out yeah Singaporean yeah accent, yeah like yeah. the what they call the muttons in the morning oh because that's their shtick right that's their yeah, shtick yeah but, but like they are I've, very irritating I find them
0: ac- they are especially very irritating, irritating. Yeah. yeah I cannot I cannot take them in the morning no but like <laughs> but for me it's, okay the DJs like that one is one thing lah mm. like and they also say some very hashtag problematic things sometimes right but yeah. it's really the music don't you find no like, for I me I'm like, okay if you listen if you've done nothing but listen to Singapore radio all your life right you would be like one of those people who like were in East Berlin right and then didn't know the war had ended <laughs> You know what I mean? Or like those Japanese soldiers who were like stuck in the forest and didn't know the war had ended. Why, you would still think you're in 2005 or something. No, right?
1: again, I stand that you were just probably listening to no, a Class 95 no, situation. Across
0: the board, even like the more progressive stations only play Top 40s music, yeah, right? Like Which is, yeah, like 97 play Top 40s music. Yeah, but Top 40s, 40s isn't progressive. You know what I mean? It's just whatever, right? Like there's no progressive music station here. Always that there I used to be lush in there. I think this is very subjective. Okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> fine. I will just go to the grave with this complaint. But I know I'm right. <laughs> Fine I-, I complain about you I
1: complain
0: about you Excuse me
1: uh. I want to complain about Us, us not being, being a famous podcast, podcast. Excuse me
0: uh. This is episode 54 eh? 50 fucking 4 Almost um, Season 3 yeah. Episode 54 Amazing and Not amazing
1: not amazing, not amazing that we have done so much No But not amazing that we uh. Still sub- uh, 800 followers on Instagram Only about 1,500
0: followers on Spotify. No, in fact, we have lost one follower today. (laughs) So we're not even... Just today after we posted the Instagram. (laughs) How is it we have not yet crossed the 800 threshold? I don't know. How is this possible? I don't know. How can this be allowed? Yeah. Do we not bring you piping hot entertainment every week? Every week. With some exceptions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't I, get it. I also don't get it. What is the what is the reward? What is the barrier? What here? is the barrier here to yeah. our fame? Like what know. are we doing wrong, Kishin? I don't know. Like let's do some self-evaluation. What do you think okay. we're doing wrong? Um uh, maybe we're not talking about more juicy things. How is like the quality of
1: vegetables
0: not juicy content, Kishan? <laughs> Especially some of them being liquefied. Already. Literally <laughs> the juices are they're swimming in their own juices. <laughs>
1: I don't know, I, re- I really would don't what do you think know. is a juicy topic? Okay. What is a juicy topic? No, no, I, I think I think the reason why we haven't actually become a famous podcast uh. is two reasons. Firstly, we're not very serious about it. All oh, right. right. Yeah. we are not entrepreneurial. We are, no, right. we're very yeah. ironic yeah. Yeah, about right, this yeah. whole thing. The second reason why I think we haven't become a famous podcast is maybe because very niche. La. The way we talk about things is maybe very niche. La. I, I don't, don't think th- it's niche. I, d- I don't think maybe many people will find
0: us very funny. Right. I think... In fact, probably like the bulk of people will find us very like like painful to listen to. Yeah, right? because like, we're just shrill. Yeah. And we're just annoying. Yeah, okay, yeah, I agree. Yeah. That, I mean, that said there's niche, right? There's that kind of niche. Then yeah. there's also like fucking more listening to us niche. Yeah. yeah, that one that niche I am like a bit concerned about. Yeah, I think we're slowly finding our market. Yeah, so. I slow yeah. Yeah, I think if we can break into like the kink market, right? Yeah. We we'll truly then, be, yeah, Then that we'll would be sad. Yeah, we'll then be we sad. can finally start making money from this fucking podcast. Correct, because correct. Because it would be a Fucking podcast. (laughs) We just like do a kind of like a sexed up ASMR basically. Easy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I return. Over and over again to the psychology of people having sex to this podcast, and I'm just like, honestly, (laughs) I'm I'm getting very drunk today because I feel like there's nothing else to live for now. (laughs) Now that I know this to be true, indeed. What is the point? Yeah, it's like we do all of this. Like we do all of this so that people can fuck to this. Yeah, we think. See, it's like we think we're elevating the discourse in Singapore, right? But people are literally (laughs) having sex to us. (laughs) We are literally the podcast equivalent of people using like the Straits Times to rap fish. (laughs) you do already we're done, I'm done. i done we've come to the end dear listeners of this special complaints episode of yeah, T42. we hope we haven't talked your ear off and even if we did whatever, whatever. you chose to listen to us <laughs> it's like we can't be held responsible you know some people have sex when they listen to this huh? uh, if people can have sex right? you can jolly well sit and listen Still mind blown <laughs> by that
1: Like it's really It's really
0: Oh my god If right. you
1: are the person Having sex today, Please DM us Yeah We want to have a conversation under,
0: under the cloak of anonymity yeah. Just tell us What exactly gets you off Yeah
1: please I'm very yeah. curious We promise we, we won't bring it up Unless you want
0: us to And you're okay with it mm. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm just going to sayang our dear listeners for a while because I feel like we've been screaming and scolding them for quite a while now. So Have I've, we? Yeah, mm. it's okay, you know. It's okay. It's okay that we're not famous. It's okay. It's not. nothing to do with you. If you're listening, you're doing a lot to help us already. What this sounds like a passive-aggressive parent. <laughs> uh, maybe what we can do is you can tell your friends about us. Yes, please. Uh, share our, like, Instagram yeah. Share our Spotify link With people Just keep sharing mm. Sharing is caring Give our link As like You know Wedding anniversary present Yeah Next time you get invited To a wedding um, No you give
1: angbao yeah. Just give them this Correct It's
0: free You don't even have to free. Spend money yeah. ah, Help us become famous this Help is us Help you Correct mm. mm. Alright With that dear listeners We've truly come to the end Of today's episode That's right This has been Joel Signing off and this is Kishan. Bye bye. Bye bye.
1: <laughs> <laughs>